Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sam Elliott 64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside... And there's no one through to the Rolls Guru. And Steve is busy at Disney, so he's not here today, sadly. He's having fun. Um, we have two guests this week. Guest number one, introduce yourself. Uh, this is Hal Rucker from Team Black and Blue. And guest number two. Hey, this is Shane Stottle, and I'm an armchair robot builder. <laughs> 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 um, I'll come to you, Hal, first. Um, obviously, we we missed your last fight with with Lockjaw. You get you get to this stage of the season where you know you, you, at this point you're at two and one. Obviously, you lost to Lockjaw. Do you change your approach? Like, do you, do you start thinking, okay, I'm in a sh- within with a shot with a bracket here? Do you do you kind of change the way you operate, or do you, is it just just keep going how you were? Well, Lockjaw was an interesting match for us. Um, if I could talk about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, our strategy against Lockjaw was uh, the usual try and stop his weapon. And then if we did, to try and manipulate him. So uh, in that match, we did stop his weapon. Uh, there was smoke and it stopped. Uh, I think he turned it off, though. Hmm. But in any case, um, our primary goal of stopping his weapon was successful, and then we tried driving him around and tipping him over and didn't do as much as we wanted. So then we resorted to using our new active weapon, which is to use our plow as a hammer with a spike on it to look really active and score points that way. Yeah. What we learned from that match was the judges and the audience didn't perceive us as hammering. It perceived us as being out of control. Yeah, it, like from from my perspective, while I was watching, I'm sure Anderson and Chen, you kind of, I don't know if you, you guys look at it, but it, it looked like it was more flailing about rather than like controlled aggression, as you, as you say, of what you're aiming for. I think right in in like in that, in that sense, I, I get what you, I, like. I think you can understand what you're going for with like the the aggressive nature because you know you have to score points, but it it, it did at least on the TV, at least, come across as, you know, out of control, flailing about, essentially. <laughs> yeah, which was the first time we tried using our weapon in that way, yeah. and we learned an unfortunate lesson, which is we're not going to score points that way, um, which was our new active-active weapon. Uh, so uh, to get back to your original question, going against uh, Quantum, it was kind of a bummer because... Our strategy against them was to actually let them bite us because we knew they were going to eventually and then hit them. Right. But hitting them didn't score us any points. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) it looked kind of bad at that point because we were trying to do what we were built to do, but it just wasn't working the way we had hoped. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll go into that a bit bit more detail in a second. Uh, Shane, you were going to say. So do you think there'd be a difference then? If, like, with your plow and then kind of like a breaker boxes, like hammer that they brought, would they then view that more as a hammer, ha- like hammering with intent rather than, uh, like, like you having the plow to try and stop them with, with the spike on it that I've, I've seen you added? That's an excellent question. I don't know. I mean, if our hammer looked more literally like a hammer, would it be perceived as a hammer? Yes. But then you watch Blacksmith, and you know they're going crazy with their hammer, and they still don't seem to get points for it very often. So, I think it's just a 
the optics for hammers don't look good. Um, like the score, it's hard the, to score points with them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless you have something incredibly. I mean, I think blacksmith scores quite well for hammers, considering the fact that it's it is quite active, as, as you say. Like it, it, it's always firing. Whereas you got your your bigger hammers, like your say your chomps or your or your nellies, they they they're quite slow to retract, and they hit they hit once, and it's a big hit. I don't know. It, it it is interesting the way you put it. Like it's there's no. It's almost like a disincentive to use a hammer, I suppose. But if it's one of those things. <clears throat> um, yeah, but it was it was a it was a tough lesson to learn, and um, it affected how we thought about fighting quantum. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll, obviously, we'll get to that a little bit more in a second. Um, well, uh, well, why don't we talk about that now? Let's let's talk about the fight with quantum itself, because obviously. I say at this point you're at two and one. You've had a fairly solid run, I'd say, at this point. You know, did you think going into this fight were you a bit more cautious than maybe? Obviously, you're aiming to hit them with the with the pointy end of the plow. You know, yeah. we we trying to kind of. I don't know. I, I don't know how to how to put it. Like, did, did you think you'd done enough by this point, or? The the two and two record. Yeah. Did, did you think at this point you know two and two. You might sneak in there, or uh, it's a really uncomfortable feeling of being two and two and not knowing what the selection committee's thinking, because um, there are a lot of two and two teams. Yeah, uh, we thought we had TV-worthy matches. Yeah, um, except for our first one, but that wasn't our fault. Um, so we were optimistic, but we really had no idea at this point what the selection committee was going to do with us. Yeah. I yeah. was I was more um if anything I was a little bit peeved when they announced that we were fighting quantum cuz we just we just wanted at least one easy match. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can understand why. I mean, you've had a your, your strength of schedule is is I mean, Bombshell we'll, we'll get to them a bit later. That Bombshell notwithstanding your strength of schedule yeah. is very good. I mean, obviously you fought Cobalt in that amazing fight. Lockjaw have on a really good run of form, and obviously Quantum is kind of. I think you, you put it very well like, afterwards. It was literally purpose built to eat you. You know, it's the. It was just. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it, it was. I mean, it, you've got a tough run of things. I mean, I, I feel I, if it was me, in your position, I'd say that maybe one of the fights, maybe yes, wasn't the strongest, but. I think your strength of schedule should carry you through, or at least put you very close. I think well, that's that's just me, at least. But what, what did you yeah, think we, at this point? We were thinking the same thing. We, oh, okay. We were very close against Lockjaw, and we were just victimized by Quantum. There's yeah. not much we could do. So, I thought we did a good job, uh, and I got a vibe that the selection committee was paying attention to us. But there's not much I can say beyond that. Of course, obviously that would be. Uh... Very big NDA territory. We'll, uh, we'll we'll swiftly avoid that. I'm going to come to Anderson and Shane quickly. I mean, what what did you guys think of the fight itself? I mean, for me, this was a great innovation from Quantum to change the wedge from what was really not working with the um, kind of hinge wedge to a more solid one, and it seemed to work very well. Yeah, this was for me personally. Although it was a bit one-sided. No offense, Hal. I do believe that it you know it wasn't so one-sided as if Duck just got owned. Uh, Quantum still had to work for this one. Duck was, it, it's, and I'm sure Howard will agree with me when I say it's a really little bugger, and it really does like to get out of, uh, out of grip spaces. And it did take Quantum quite a few attempts to bite down. So it was a very tactical fight, 
And although it was a bit one-sided, I did think I did think it was a very good, fun, entertaining fight to watch overall. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with the I, I agree with the wedge. I think that them changing it from the hinged one is, has definitely helped them out, especially in the fight against Duck, because earlier in the season you could kind of tell that they were having issues with that. Mm. But the the fight itself, I mean, like like everybody said, I mean it was it it was it was a it was a losing fight for Duck unless Quantum ended up killing themselves, sadly. And but I thought for what it was, it was is entertaining. It could have been, and I, I, it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was. It Jane, was you, you, Jane, you say that everyone said that. Sam bet for Duck to win. I did. Um, <laughs> I did. Uh, I did put Duck down to win this one, and uh, I, I thought Quantum would come over all Quantum, and they and they didn't. So yeah, <laughs> they they didn't do that. Um, I did notice though. Uh, I don't know how much you can go into this hell again. It's kind of a. Maybe a bit of NDA territory. There's a little bit of fire going on in there. Was um, how how much damage internally was there after the fight, or is, is this is this kind of a bit, bit too NDA? No, no, I can talk about it. Okay, uh, well, talk us through it. Uh, none of the bites did damage except for the one that had you saw the flame. Yep. Damage, I mean mechanical damage. Okay. Obviously, it did damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it went, it went through the top. <laughs> Um, and that one uh, bit through one of our speed controllers, and the flame coming out of the speed controller came out of the same hole that was created by the same tooth. So right. it was perfect little chimney for the flame to come out. Um, and that effectively destroyed the drive on our rear right wheel at that point. But uh, everything else was still working. You could see that uh, we hobbled our way back to our square at the end, which we were proud of. Um, I mean, but that bite, that bite really got that one uh, subsystem. Considering at this point, you know, you fought Bombshell, okay, Bombshell had their issues. You fought Cobalt, Lockjaw, and now Quantum, and you still haven't been knocked out. I think, I think that's a pretty much a win, really. It's like, <laughs> at this point, you know, considering the amount of damage you'd taken, I think that's a fairly... Uh, a decent effort, really. I mean, you know, they're they're all quite long fights. They're all, you know, maybe this not this one, but it was it was a good show. And I think that, well, again, yeah, it's go on. you know, it really uh, it comes back to the same issue for me and my teammates, which is it's fun to put on a good show, but it'd be really fun to win every single match. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to do that with a control bot like ours. Yeah. Um, especially because the uh, kinetic weapons are just getting better and better and better. Um, so that even even when we uh, win by a knockout, uh, there's so much damage to our chassis and so on. So we survive, but oh my God, they're so the, vicious. The, the, you the saw it. <laughs> did to us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Lockjaw, you know, isn't particularly renowned as a, as a, a particularly you know, high-end spinner, but, like, it, it, it certainly did some damage to yourselves. I mean, like, yeah. I, I think, was that your second plow that was kind of, not wrecked, but it was certainly buckled at the end of it, wasn't it, really? Wait, against which which match? Against Lockjaw, I think it was. I think it was slightly bent, wasn't it? Nah. I was it? No, nah. oh, that was all right. I'm just remembering. I thought we should have won. Shut down. But... Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but... Man, Cobalt did a number. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that thing is uh, is pretty scary. We'll get we'll get to them as well a bit later on. Um, 
first thoughts when you f I got the draw of Cobalt? So, sorry, unless you really want to save it for later. Um, well, we'll talk about that. Obviously, you know, we, we talked a bit about Cobalt when I think you fought them actually before. But um, what was your what was your reaction considering, considering what they did to us, uh, poor Sub Zero? Um, I, I know it sounds irrational, but I actually look forward to tough spinners. Okay. I, w I would have rather fought Tombstone than fought Quantum. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's just embarrassing to get controlled like they did to us, but to get beat up by Tombstone, at least you got, you know, drama points. True. Yeah, it's, we're just not built to take on uh, bots like Quantum. So yeah. Cobalt, Cobalt, I actually look forward to. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, you know, it, it is a very different style of, of machine you're fighting. You know, it's, it's not necessarily, you know, um, the as say quantum as you, as as we said already in the episode. You said they they were perfect to bite you, and so it was. You know, yeah. a nice flat surface for them to grab. Um, so it, it it does raise the question: Why would anyone build a robot that only works against one type of opponent? Um, and the answer to that is. We thought our lifter would be better at lifting. Yeah, yeah I think I think you mentioned um, about the because um, it was I think I think you mentioned about the, your your small beak as well. I think I don't remember exactly, but I I, I want to say you did. Um, yeah, in the our, our opponents were slipping off our beak, and we had a bigger problem, which was uh, the geometry was really symmetric and cool in that sense. But what would happen is if we were trying to lift something heavy, this is hard to visualize, but our front wheels would slip underneath us rather than lift our opponent. I'm with you. So, so, so your body would rotate instead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, so that, you know, instead of getting a real dramatic lift and doing something effective, we were just looking like we were flailing because we were bottoming, our bottom wheels would slip under us. Okay. It's, it's interesting that, you know, obviously it's not, a design flaw as such it's more just like it's one of those unfortunate things that you, you can't really visualize until you actually you know fight the thing really yeah um i think we'll move on from duck and quantum i think there's not much more to add in case anyone else has anything i just oh, want to say i think it was very noble of how not to duck the challenge really um, uh, <laughs> stop it stop it stop it that was dreadful that was <laughs> terrible um we'll we'll save us oh no <sighs> You've got me in a flap now, you really have. Right. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Blacksmith and Captain Shredderator. Um, first of all, I want to say a big congratulations to Al Kindle for finally getting a knockout. I think it's, it's long overdue. Um, I also really like the fact that they incorporated, you know, that kind of um, more traditional wedge at the front rather than just using like the the, um, the forks that they have done for most of this season. I think they, they did really well to kind of tank those early hits because Shredderator, as much as they've had a, a rotten run this year, they do have the capability of it hitting very hard, and I think it does kind of go unnoticed. Um, but they kind of frisbeed around the arena again. It's, it's just, it was a, it was your typical Shredderator fight where they just kind of eventually broke down because of various reasons. Obviously, they got flipped over in the end as well. But um, well, guys, I'll, I'll open it up to you. Take it away. What, what do we think? <laughs> Well, I'll say this much: it was Captain Shredderator's best match. Yes. This season, yes, no, so far. No, I'll give you that. It, it really was. I mean, I, I, 
genuinely actually was there was a part of me that thought they're going to win this and then they started smoking and their spinners stopped working um in typical captain treasure to form but i also thought that al kindle's tactics of using the hammer sort of like a clamper was pretty cool it was a good idea because they sort of like grabbed the hot hit them and then they would use it to sort of guide them around the battle box and into the hazards which i thought was a really really clever use of the weapon because we don't really see that much from hammers no. sort of from axes back in the day because obviously they could spike in and you could drag them around but you don't really see it from hammers and um yeah i mean this blacksmith was on a mission in this fight and yeah they, they pulled us through for them in the end yeah shane um i was really interested to see uh if blacksmith was actually going to try and fire the hammer with uh shutterator's new the higher i don't know what you oh, call the, oh, the, the, free, the, the freedom the, wings the, is that what they <laughs> that's what they were called the freedom wings yeah that was it yeah I was really interested to see how those were going to play into it, but I think Al was smart and just trying to use the wedge to have Shredderator beat themselves again rather than him trying to accidentally get his axe ripped off by hitting him. Very but, but, uh, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, was, no, I, yeah. I thought it was a I thought it was a really good fight. Though. I really enjoyed watching it. It's, it's always good when Blacksmith's on full form because like you know you get the flames going and they just they always put on a good show. Like regardless of the result, it's it's not a machine that you can knock out easily as we've seen so many times in the past and you know it, it, they always put on a good spectacle he was going mad at the end as well I mean they were dead <laughs> they were just, 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 just pounding them away I mean, he's like just mate just leave it alone <laughs> please stop Al no, it was wonderful I mean how do you Hal obviously watching this back how do you you know rate Blacksmith obviously you, you mentioned them earlier they kind of you can't really score the points with the hammer as, as easily as say your kinetic energy spinners but like how how do you rate them as a as a machine and as a unit well it kind of goes back to the previous point which is it was great to see a hammer bot especially a really well-made hammer bot like blacksmith win on a knockout yeah but he didn't win the knockout using his weapon <laughs> It just gets to the point of how difficult it is to win with a non-kinetic weapon. Um, having said that, I was really happy to see Al win it. Um, he's had a lot of close calls, and to win by a knockout was a great victory for him. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think you know, as much as Shredderator, the yes, they've had a kind of rough run this season, and they've kind of been on a bit of a down streak. You know, Blacksmith have. As you said, they, they they took Sawblaze so close to on that judge's decision, and you know I think it would have been ve it would be very unfair on Blacksmith for them to to not pick up a win this season. Have they won already this season? I don't think they have, have they? No, because oh no, they beat Kraken. That was it. They did beat Kraken. I, I take it. I back. think they're yeah, they're two and two now, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I will, I will yep, say this: one of those two and two bots. There's so many. <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> This season's so much more difficult to predict who's going to be in the top 16. Yeah, really. I will, I will say this. Duck versus Blacksmith is actually a dream battle for me. I would love to see those two fight. Hal, would you, would you like to take on Blacksmith one day? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, not my first choice strategically, but yes. in terms of having fun, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, th it I would think it would be... Cool. It would definitely go three minutes. It would be a driving match. Um, there'd be fire and there'd be flailing. 
<laughs> What's not to love? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. A bit, bit of roast duck afterwards, maybe. Who knows? Well, uh, yeah, we'll exactly. Exactly. We'll uh, we'll move on. Uh, we'll move on to poor bombshell, and uh, they're. I mean, I, <laughs> they nearly had it. I, I tell you what. When as as soon as they hit Lockjaw's will, I thought, oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> bombshell are fi- finally going to break their absolutely horrendous run of form, which I, I feel so bad for the team because they've gone back to this old design. It, you know, it works so well in season two. It just isn't happening for them, and they 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 got that great hit at the start on Lockjaw. I'm thinking, okay. Lockjaw are struggling. They can't drive properly, but credit to uh, to Donald Hudson again. He, you know the, the way he wrangles that machine around the arena. I just, you know, fair play to the guy. And eventually, he got Bombshell to kill itself with its own spinner, which was kind of sad, really, because it just kind of got beached on itself, and that was the end of it. But my God, it, you know, I think when, when Bombshell does connect, it does connect very well. It's just, it's just a shame that it just isn't happening for them. I feel really bad. Yeah, you could just see the looks on their faces after every match. It's like, damn it, what's going wrong here? <laughs> there's, there's so much there that, there... that, that, that work that is good. It's got it's a vertical spinner. It's got you know the four wheel drive. There's it's all all the pieces are there. It's just not connecting. No. Yeah, they just had such a rough time with Murphy's Law. It's just and and there's they're first of all they're super nice people. Yeah. <laughs> so seeing the look on their faces like that is really sad and then second of all they're really really good builders they know what they're doing so it's it's just the gremlins are get got them this year at least this far we don't know what else happens but um yeah for the first four matches there were gremlins everywhere yeah i mean obviously it comes with building a new machine there's always you know trying to bed it in and things like that but you know bombshell in the last two seasons they obviously obviously they beat tombstone and uh, somehow ended up beating you in the Rumble how last time as well, but other than that, they're in the regular season for the last two years. They're zero and eight, which is really quite shocking considering they came second back in two thousand sixteen. It's it's such a it's a it's a shame because they had they have the potentials there. As I've already said, the machine itself is a good machine. I just think they've had I think they've had a very rough run of schedule as well. Don't get me wrong, they've had some horrendous opponents to fight. But it's just not happening for them, and you know, as you say, the, the looks on their faces afterwards—it's not nice to see, you know, a team look that dejected after working so hard. And it it, it does it does hurt me to to see that. But um, on the flip side, Lockjaw very impressive. The fact that they were able to keep going with that damage on their uh, on their wheel, uh, like cl- clean shot from Bombshell. Fair play to them. But they, you know, again. Donald just somehow extracting everything from that machine. It, it, it's really on a nice, sweet run of form again. It's their luck, sure. Yeah, they, they, they were a bit lucky though. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, there's, there's no, there's, I mean, you know, it, it, there's no denying I, that. But I got really worried when I saw that first hit on the wheel, and then see the wheel lock up, and I was just it, first ten seconds of the fight. I thought Bombshell would have had it their first, their first win in two seasons in the regular season, and. And it just it just couldn't happen for them. No, it's it's it's, it's a shame for them. But yeah, again, Lockjaw at three and yeah. one. I think fairly sure they're going to be in the top sixteen. Yeah, top top sixteen, maybe bottom half, maybe maybe top half. But I'm not too sure. I mean, they've only lost a tombstone. Yeah, to be fair, they have only lost a tombstone. And I will say this: this 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 was a bit of a disappointing battle, in my opinion. I don't know about you guys, but I was expecting a bit more from both machines, and, and unfortunately, neither of them really worked in the beginning. So. 
Yeah. Bob, Bob's having to go backwards for most of the fight as well, kind of stop, stop, stop them from engaging with their weapon as well, which kind of kind of sucks, which is, again, it's one of those unfortunate things. If they were able to drive fully, they would have easily won the fight because Lockjaw was struggling, but it wasn't meant yeah, to be. Just to, put, just to put salt in the wound for Bombshell, you know, as they're getting counted out, Lockjaw bursts into flames. I know, I know. Like, oh, oh, just another five seconds more of Bombshell moving and then they've been fine, but... And the yeah. laws of the sods, man. The yeah. laws of the sods. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real shame for Bombshell, but uh, Lockjaw on fire, but th- I think fairly certainly through to the top 16. We'll have to see in a couple of weeks' time for that. Um, when they- we said that Lockjaw was on fire this season, we didn't mean that. <laughs> not, not literally. They've, they've <laughs> yeah. been, yeah. They, they've, I mean, I think, it's not the first time they've uh, had some smoke issues with their motors and some pyrotechnics go off, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll move on. To Tombstone and Gruff. Now, there's been a bit of a... First of all, good fight. Very good fight. We'll get to that in a second. But there's been a lot of controversy again online with, you know, oh, Gruff was robbed. I I don't think they were. Like, I watched, no, it, I... I watched this back. And I, I, yes, I can get the control aspect. Gruff controlled the fight for most of it. And then towards the end, the more damage they accumulated, I think there was a big hit that Tombstone took part of the flamethrower out at one point. As soon as that hit happened... For me, the dynamic of the fight changed, and Tombstone just started to, you know, Ray started to really control the fight, and Gruff slowly, piece by piece, was getting torn apart. Yeah, but that's that's what I was going to say. I'm on this fence where I can look at both sides of it. I mean, I genuinely would have been happy if either of them got announced the winner for that fight. It was very, very close. It was basically a fight of two halves, I felt. Um, The first couple of minutes was pretty much all Gruff, and then Tombstone, like you said, started coming back towards the end. But what I thought was interesting was... Because Ray couldn't do his usual two or three hits in your dead tactic, he had to slowly grind them down, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, so even though Gruff was getting all those good attacks in the beginning, they were still getting hit by the bar spinner, so there was still damage being done there. And unfortunately, all those hits are going to add up eventually, that's what happened by the end of it. Because, I mean, Gruff looked knackered at the end of that fight. It, it looked was... fairly finished, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. weapon was buggered, its wedge was buckled out of place. It was... I think its frame was completely twisted. Like, I mean, you saw its wheels at the back. Like, one was completely off the ground. Mm-hmm. And it was barely moving at the end as well. And I think that alone, you know, that, that, that last, like, 30 seconds where they were barely moving, I think that sort of might have, might have just raised it towards, towards Tombstone. But it was a fantastic fight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was silly. One of Tombstone's best, in my opinion, and certainly one of Gruff's as well. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a great fight watching it. Um, I feel like the end of it, where they, where uh, when Gruff finally started to lose drive, is kind of like you just said, swayed it towards Tombstone, same, in the same way that Bombshell's fight against Yeti last year swayed yeah. towards Yeti with the damage at the end. Yeah. But I feel like one thing that they could do to kind of start avoid, like or avoiding less controversy is I, I like how they showed the fight card, but if they showed like the total accumulated points, like they used to in the old series of battle bots on comedy central to, to kind of paint a better picture for everybody to show like the, this person scored this many points in this category total, this person, this many points total in this category and so on and so forth. So it's not like this person won by a unanimous decision when it was really a really close fight. It was yeah. kind of the same thing with like the the mammoth fight when they said unanimous a lot of people were upset because it 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 obviously wasn't unanimous but on the points it was so i think if they showed the points more then people would get less upset and they kind of understand it was unanimous in these categories but it was still a tough fight 
Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that's a good point. Um, I mean, a bit, a bit like uh, a bit like they do in uh, Fight Court. The little <laughs> plug there. It's like, uh... Uh, yeah, remember the Fight Court. Oh dear. Anyway, um, Hal, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, obviously, you fought Tombstone, and you know, you, not that you're, you're the same as Grub, but you, you know, you have a similar ethos of kind of break their fist with your face kind of attitude with uh, with Duck. You know, how how did you right. see the fight going? Uh, well, first of all, it was just as a, a audience member, it was fantastic to watch. Yeah, it was so much fun. Um, in part because Gruff did what Gruff was supposed to do, and then Tombstone survived it all. Uh, in terms of the outcome, I agree that Tombstone won, um, but it was very close, especially when Gruff did that final lift right before the buzzer buzz. Mm. Um, but again, it you know I've I've built kinetic weapons and ones that aren't kinetic, and I'm living in the world of the not kinetic. And I have to sympathize with Gruff on it because what's a lifter got to do to win a match? <laughs> you know, he he absorbed all the hits. He lift literally lifted him up in the air. He was aggressive. Uh, he shot him with flames. Um, it's just so hard to win. Uh, he just put on a, a fantastic fight and still lost. Not because the judges were wrong; the judges were right. But it's just so hard to to beat a non-kinetic to beat a kinetic. Do you think that like a like a change in the scoring system for bots like hammer bots, control bots, and like wet wedge style like like the like the like like duck and gruff? Do you think like a change in scoring for them versus kinetics would kind of help with that, or what do you think? Uh, I really, really do. I don't like the scoring system. Um, but that's a three-hour discussion. Um, <laughs> maybe in the off-season. Maybe in the off-season. Yeah. See you, lads, and we'll get them all done. But, I'm really but, down for doing that, by the way, in the future, if you want to do it. Yeah, but um, in terms of putting on an entertaining TV show, I think the powers that be are being really smart about it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we've had a lot of fantastic matches this season, and in part of it, part of it is because of the way the rules are. Yeah, it's, it is. It is one of those things. Where it's obviously you're never going to please everyone. I think that's another thing as well. You know, if if you change the rule to suit one type of weapon or bot style, yeah. then another one's going to suffer as a result. It's it's always going to be a compromise. There's no Maybe. clean cut way. Otherwise, everyone would do it, right? So. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe, maybe they could, like, introduce a new category just called weapon use. So, like, say you get a good few lifts in with your weapon or a few good hits in with your hammer. Yeah, they don't score much on the damage side of things, but you still did use your weapon, you know, for the majority of the fight, and you definitely gave it a good go. I mean, maybe that I mean, um, I don't know, that counts as aggression, maybe? I don't know. I mean... I think it is, yeah. yeah. They, they used to have a strategy as a point. See, point that should be a category. It was, too, it was too hard. It was too object subjective. It was... Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's difficult to judge, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Hence why we're not judges. Yeah. Yeah. This this is true. No, I don't want to. I don't want to overstate my objection to the point system. Um, I don't think it's bad. I just think if I was king of the world, I'd do it a little differently. But um, <laughs> I'm not king of the world. Not if when. There we go. <laughs> so I, I just get to go to their party and 
have fun. Ah, uh, fair enough. It's you know, it's at the end of the ha- day, as I think we've kind of said before, it's 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 their house, their rules, sort of thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with that said, we'll move on to two big kinetic energy spinners um, in the form <laughs> of uh, Endgame and Cobalt. Very similar in, kind oh, of, in terms of uh, you know design and style. Um, you know, two this, big vertical spinners. This was such a disappointing fight, guys. It really so, really was. so I don't know if you guys I'm saw um, Cobalt's post uh, before this. They they, they changed. It, in fact, because of the fight with Hal. Well, one of, one of the really reasons they changed it was because of the fight with Hal, and obviously they got stuck on the floor. They changed to bigger wheels so that they could kind of have a bit more, you know, sway and kind of drive off. I think that probably didn't help them in this case because I think Endgame were lower. They were, yeah. They they kept getting underneath the front, hence why the the front wedge went on yeah. Cobalt. <laughs> also, that was one of my seem- biggest. Wo- oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, I was just yeah. going to say they also seem to have a little less control with them as well. Uh, yeah. sorry, I think one of my. Go on. So, sorry, I keep interrupting Anderson. I'm, I'm no, sorry. Like what? Go, go for it. Uh, going into the fight, I was really worried about Endgame having those hinged wedgelets versus their one fixed one that they've got. I think it is hinged but as I, well. I, is it? I th- it, it, oh. it was flapping around a little bit, but like, yeah, it, it, as you say, there's there's four of them rather than just the one. Yeah, and that uh, that to me was what I thought was going to be their downfall, and it, I guess in the end, kind of was. But <laughs> I did feel bad because obviously, obviously, they have that. That one pokey wedgelet at the front end, but they have they still have a wedge front, so you, you think, oh, they should just be able to drive underneath, and if they catch them on the side, then they'll be fine. But um, I think in this case, again, Moldy can correct us if we're wrong, but like the the wheels, I think because they were bigger, they kind of lifted the front off as well, or they or they they weren't able to be as flush to the floor as they would have been if, if they were using the smaller ones. So I think had they kept the smaller ones, and you know they 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 lost their wedge as they did. They may have still been able to get under. I think maybe in this case the, the wheels hint. I, 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 I don't know, but it's, uh, credit to Endgame. I will say yeah. massive credit to Endgame because they got a huge hit yeah. on oh, Cobalt. Man. It was like halfway up the box, <laughs> and Cobalt just landed on the floor. You just kind of think, well, that was that sure was a hit. Where where, where was that earlier on, lads? I thought, <laughs> so for, for me again, this this kind of Endgame's now at what two and three. They lost in the Des- Desperado, but they won one fight. Does it play yeah. them into a top sixteen place? Probably not. But like, I'm glad they've kind of stopped their rot. Like, kind of where, where bombshell rot because Endgame had lost. I think was it six fights on in a row or something stupid. Like yeah. they, they lost a lot of fights back to back, and I think they were kind of you know you could see they were kind of getting a bit dejected. You know they lost to Ribot, they lost to Death Roll, struggled in the in the you know in, against Minotaur. Fair enough, Minotaur is exceptional, but it was nice to see them like break the mold sort of thing and and, and get a win. They, they they did break the mold, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they, they broke the molds. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. good, very good. I do I will, I will say I will say this. I mean, again, credit to Endgame because I don't think anyone gave them a hope in hell of winning this fight. Because Sam will vouch me for this one. We are on numerous uh, robot fighting Facebook group chats. Yep. And we, we often have predictions and all that. And this was the only fight I think where every single person predicted Cobalt would win. I don't yeah. know a single person who thought that they would lose this one. So I, I can imagine quite a few people's chins hit the floor yeah. <laughs> when they sort of get yeeted. I mean, in, in fairness, you have, to, you have to look at the the pedigree here. I mean, Cobalt at this point, you know, have, have been fairly dominant. Okay, lost to to Hal and Duck, but like they've they've you know they they give it a good kick in first. And Endgame has been a bit 
is it fair to say flaky this season? They've, they've kind of not had the reliability like as they would have hoped. So, you know, you kind of think, okay, well, Cobalt's just going to drive under it, hit it once, and Endgame's going to be finished. But wasn't the case. It, you know, I was very surprised that Endgame were able to capitalise on a, a change in strategy for a Cobalt. Um, pal, I'm going to bring you in here quickly. Um, what do you reckon? Uh, I wanted to see Cobalt do more destruction so that I didn't look so bad getting destroyed. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, two big heavy spinning discs hitting each other. That's who knows what'll happen. Yeah, it was a. Um, it was I a was fight. surprised that Cobalt couldn't stop right. I think it's a case kind of like um, aftershock over in over in the UK. If the disc isn't spinning, then it it can't get over. I think as much as Endgame have kind of sacrificed some weight to put a Shremek on, and 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 Death Roll as well for that matter. They they both have. Active Shrewex as well as their weapons that can self-write them if it's not sp- if it's spinning. Hmm. I think Cobalt did have that in China. They had the axe, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Chops, we had the axe to help them. So, bring back the axe. They never use it as a weapon. No, they didn't. They didn't. Which, you know, it, it, I, I believe, again, I'm sure Mulder can correct us if we're wrong, but they, they, had, they had the axe as a weapon quote unquote, but it, it was more of a self writer, but and obviously the spinner was the main bit. But um, yeah, I just assume you know, Cobalt has that big rushed motor. I thought they'd have enough startup torque to, to keep spinning. So I wonder if it broke or it was not enough torque. It'd be interesting I, to find out from them. I, I could have seen him getting or it dying after that huge hit because they, they got knocked around hard. Yeah, it was it yeah. was a big old hit. I mean again I'm sure we uh Dave will let us know if if he was uh dead after that hit obviously i'm sure they would have flicked it back over and give it a quick test but credit to endgame they got they got a big win yeah i i could have seen that going either way though i mean one like it because i think there was probably two or three times where endgame was doing the gyro dance and cobalt just missed him so i mean it was it was either one hit was going to change that entire fight and i think end endgame getting that one hit was was the well obviously it was the game changer <laughs> yeah yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we'll move on and that to makes, oh, that oh. makes Cobalt another two and two. Teams. Yeah, I know. There's, there's so many. <laughs> um, with Cobalt, I think f- the thing that's going in their favour is that when they lost to yourself, Hal, I think they've, I think it was fair to say they were winning the fight until that point. <laughs> um, so maybe that'll swing in their favour again. Who knows? It's it's a difficult one to kind of judge with with that machine. Yep. Um, I was genuinely worried Tombstone was going to end up a two, two and two bot as well after this episode with the fight with Gruff because that was it was that close. It could have done. Yeah. That would have been very strange to see Tombstone down at two and two, but it is what it is. Um, anyway, we'll move on to first of all, thank God Ribot with the color scheme. That was great. I love that <laughs> <laughs> to try and confuse Sawblaze. <laughs> Even if it did just last fifteen seconds, I know it was. It was for those fifteen seconds. It was gold. Um, Ribot versus Sawblaze, um, matching colours in this occasion. Sawblaze shredding the top off within, as you say, fifteen <laughs> seconds. Um, was it a fight? I mean, Sawblaze just dominated here. This was an incredible it, driving display. It was just bloody good fun. I think that's where. Like... Yeah, it really was. I mean, Sawblaze. Okay, the weapon. I think the saw got 
twisted and bent at one point or it split or something. It, it looked fairly knackered at the end of the fight. Um, I believe the Ribot team <laughs> ended up getting it afterwards as well, which is quite nice. Um, we got to see Ribot naked, f- fully naked for the first time, which was quite cool. Um, but, I mean, Sawblades were on it on this fight. They just did not give him a moment's breath, did they? Yeah, J- James and Go was just relentless. <laughs> it was just daft. Even even when their disc broke, they were like using it as a hammer almost. What? <laughs> I've noticed he started doing that a lot more this season. I think memories of the Razorback fight from a couple of years ago maybe still quite fresh. And I think we, we, uh... we, don't, we don't discuss that. <laughs> yeah. But like you know, back even back then, they, obviously the, the weapon wasn't working, but they didn't hit anyone with it. But like no, now he just yeah, just whack it with the blade, even though it's not working. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Um, again, credit to Robot, they kept going. They didn't. You know, die. I think they were starting to struggle towards the end, but they they kept going, um, which also puts them at two and two. Uh, this is it's becoming quite a theme. <laughs> um, but Sawblaze at three and one, I think they can be fairly satisfied, and I think they'd be fairly unlucky not to get in the top sixteen, don't you? If, if they don't, I'm going to go over to America and I'm going to find the producers and I'm going <laughs> to demand an explanation from them. Uh, I mean, you know, Sawblaze, they've been, again, they've only lost a tombstone, so you can't really complain at that. And they gave it a good fight as well. They did. They did. And, and, and it's dom- it's probably much dominated every other fight it's been in as well this season, so it's it's definitely a contender for there. For, for there. It's, it's one of the few where I actually could probably guarantee it would get in there. There's a lot of there's a lot of ifs and maybes this season, but this is one of the few robots where I think, yeah, that's going to be in the top sixteen. Mm. Um, how? I want to bring you in again. What's what? What do you think? Sawblaze as a as an entity, like how how do you deal with it? Because it, it is quite a big machine as well. Like, it's difficult to deal with. Um, well, I thought this match uh, was a really good illustration of a veteran versus a rookie. Yes. Yes, both machines were well made and both machines operated, but Jameson's, I don't think he gets enough credit for his driving skill. He is amazing. Um, he, he, drove, he drove it like he stole it. It was incredible. Like, the, just the way that he just, it was, it was almost instantly he was, like, on top of Ribot and just didn't give him a second to breathe. Yeah, yeah. And that's not that easy to do, especially with a two-wheel bot that kind of swervy. Um so hats off to Sawblaze. It's just a really well-made, interesting, well-driven machine. Um, they deserve the record. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, anything more to add? I think that's pretty much it for Ribot and Sawblaze, other than the fact yeah. that I think, uh, you know, Ribot... I really want to see a different guys for Ribot. You know, we've, we know it's got the uh, different attachments for weaponry, so I'd like to see something different. Um, Shane, go on. Oh, no, I didn't have anything to add. I agreed with everything no. you guys had to say. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a personal, I have a personal quirk with Ribot, which is I don't like having outfits on robots that <laughs> get torn up all over the arena. There's something aesthetic that bothers me about it. Uh, doesn't really matter what I think, but it, I just thought I'd put that out there in the world. It's, I, I mean... like phone outfits. I, I I dig the fact that they they put a new suit on it every time. I think that's kind of, kind of cool, but like it, it it does leave a bit of a mess afterwards. I, I feel really sorry for the uh, the guys up like kind of manning yeah. the arena <laughs> who have to clean up afterwards because it I imagine it takes a good chunk of time to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I suppose we'll move to the main event, which was Rotator and Death Roll. Um, for me, this was just hands down a Death Roll, you know, masterclass. This was spot on the whole way through. I, I have no faults with them. And Rotator were just beaten by the better machine. They were, they were getting buggered. <laughs> it's, the, it's the scientific technical yeah, term for yeah, that. Of course, of course. I mean, I, I, but fair credit to Rotator, that thing got absolutely willied and it was still working by the end of it. I mean, fair play, that thing is a tank. It just doesn't die. <laughs> Unless you bite force. Unless you bite force, but I mean, nothing survives bite force, apart from chomp. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I still have nightmares about it. I wake up thinking about that every night. You know Dude, that, guys. Yeah. It's Dear me. Um, death roll. Death roll. Oh, death rolls on. Death rolls are just it, it, it's i mean it's almost bite force levels of daft it's not quite there yet but it's almost there it's it's a it's a solid worthy machine and it's definitely a top four contender it's i mean it's like... a top four it, i mean top four i mean at the end of the day they're at four and oh they've beaten yeah. you know okay foxtrot okay fair enough but they've beaten endgame who've shown that they've got the capability to dish out the punishment when they need to they've beaten who else was it they beat it was and obviously rotated tonight and who was the other one? Oh god, um... it's gonna bother me. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, okay. So we talk about rotator. Yeah, but... Well, talk about rotator. While I'm doing that, um, rotator at two and two. I think again because because of their strength of schedule and the fact they've lost to Sawblaze, not really that bad of a of a loss to have, and they lost against Deathroll, who were at four and zero. Fairly certain there'll be a knocking on that door for top sixteen again. Um, I mean, the fact that they've beaten Tombstone as well is a big, big feather in the cap. You don't, not many teams can say that they've done that. (laughs) So who was Death Row's fourth match with? I'm trying to find it now. (laughs) It's really going to bother me. (laughs) (laughs) Who was it? I can't remember. (laughs) It was Quantum. It was Quantum. (laughs) They they chewed the wedge off, that was it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Death Roll can be—I think they can be very happy with their uh, with their run to four and I think they they can't really—you can't really say that they've had a an easy run. They've fought four good machines. I mean, can they win it? There's definitely a strong chance that they can now. Surely they the only robot I really see giving them a, a tough time is a uh, Bite Force. In all honesty, and probably maybe Tombstone because of the reach, but Tombstone has been given a been given a good kicking this year, so I think uh, with um I think the inter- thing that interests me, obviously there's quite a few teams that were in the, the um Chinese show uh, King of Bots this year uh, that were in BattleBots this year. You know, Quantum have been there, Death Roll have been there and the other one Shatter Shatter, Shatter as well, yeah. So far, you know, Quantum kinda of struggled a little bit, is kind of picked up with a, a late win against Duck. For me Death Roll has adapted so well, and I'm, I'm kind of surprised they didn't, like, you know, you, you kind of think, okay, Great White maybe should have done better in King of Bots, but Death Roll's really adapted well to, you know, this season, and they've been fantastic. Like, wow. <laughs> I don't Their reliability know. is nuts. Yeah. The fact that they can take and dish out as many hits as they can, like, they, they haven't had drive issues yet this season, have they? No. Nope. Like, they, they got absolutely smashed by end game to start and then they just kept going in for more and then started dishing back yeah yeah i just i can't so far other than 
as we say, bite force. It, I can't really think of anyone who's at who's that, that kind of level. Like They're just so untouchable sort of thing at the moment. They've been fantastic and fair play to the team. They, they had a really rough time in 2016. I was going to say, to think, they, they lost in round one to Captain Shredderator in 2016. It shows how far no, they've come. Yeah. Like in, in such a short amount of time, they've kind of they've, they've looked at the machine and said, "Right, there's obviously some good things that are in here, and they've they've worked on it, and it's it goes." Definitely, and I just want to say, I mean, again, with Hal earlier about bits of a robot being all over the arena, um, there there was a lot in this. Yes. <laughs> you see, yes, you see this wonderful <laughs> like zoomed out shot at the end of it, and there's just not a part of the battle box that hasn't got a bit of rotator on it. It's literally just all over the place. Again, and it, but the fact that it, that it made it to, to the full three minutes, I mean, you've got to take your hat off to them for that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I did, I did also like the little segment with Rotator in this episode, like, you know, rebuilding it after uh, Tombstone. Yes, obviously, <laughs> it lost in the end uh, Tombstone, but it, it took it apart in the meantime, <laughs> which was uh, which was ridiculous. Um, honestly, Hal, have you got anything to add to this main event? I mean, it was, it was, good. It was great fun. I think probably one of the best of the season so far. Yeah, you gotta like the robot that has a self rider that looks like an arm with a knife. <laughs> you can't beat him. And they never use it because they don't need it. I... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, it's as as we said earlier with with Cobalt, it's it's there in case of an emergency, which obviously it didn't face this time. The weapon just choked for three minutes. It was fantastic, and you know. Death, I, I'm starting to get the impression, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad I put it in my prediction for a top 16 at the start of the season. I'm, I'm feeling very smug about that one. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's a credit to that team that they've managed to just tune it to such a point where it's it's able to take these hits from, say, Rotator and just keep going and, you know, give out the hits for three minutes and keep going as well. It's, it's brilliant stuff. And uh, I said the team can be very proud of their efforts with this season. It kind of goes to what I said earlier where, all the robots are getting much better. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's as a fan of the sport, that's really exciting for me. As someone who has to compete against all these amazing robots that won't die, <laughs> uh, it's pretty challenging. You, yeah. To be fair, you, you've got one of those robots that doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even when, when I don't die, it gets so much one, <laughs> Yeah. It's just it's, everyone's getting so good, and they're coming from all over the world, and getting sponsors, and technology's getting better. It's getting pretty brutal in there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like every fight is just like it's a rebuild after it, rather than just you know, or oh, replace this bit. You know, it's yeah, it's getting to that point. Yep. Um, with that said, I think that uh, pretty nicely sums things up. I have to say, Hal, thank you very much again for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. Sure, it's fun. Thank you very much. It's, it's it's a little challenging to do without giving away anything. So I I, I, I imagine. <laughs> I, I don't think I gave away anything, did I? I don't think so. I don't think so. If, if so, if, edit it out. Oh, don't worry. I'll, 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 I'll be all over that. I'll be on that like a rash. Don't you worry. And uh, Shane, thank you very much. For those that don't know Shane, Shane's a, a lovely guy. I've, I said to him months ago we were going to get him on a podcast at some point this season. And uh, literally half an hour before we started recording this, um, I said, hey, are you free in a bit? And he just says, yeah, all right then. And here he is. So thank you very much, Shane, for your, for your time. This was great. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me, dude. Anytime. Did, did a, a good first job. Yeah, good abso- first. absolutely. Um, with that said, I've been Sam Elliott 64. I have an answer now with Future The Rewards Guru. Uh, this is Hal Rucker from Team Black and Blue. 
And, uh, yeah, this is Shane. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> myself, the, the armchair Rubatia, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, myself and Anderson, at least, we'll see you uh, next week for the 12th episode of BattleBots 2019. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye.